Hi, everyone, and welcome to a Thanksgiving week edition of Telich Talks. And today we're talking Teddy Roosevelt, two of the most famous, iconic athletes of our times, hold dear a quote delivered by a former president long before they were even born. The quote saw the light of day April 23rd of 1910 in Paris, France. The athletes, LeBron James and Tom Brady. I think you've heard of them, and they certainly are not alone. Teddy Roosevelt, who had left office a year before, was aiming his speech at intellectuals who had had an easy life in that gilded age. The struggles for this elite class were somewhat non-existent. And so now the bespectacled man had spent a good deal of time in recent months hunting big game. So on this day, those who lived cushy lives, well, they were in his crosshairs. He delivered the quote that has been uttered and written thousands upon thousands of times within the context of a speech that was called citizenship in a republic. But the quote, it became known as the man in the arena quote. And it reads like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds. Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. LeBron James said in 2018, in response to criticism, quote, 95 to 99% of the people who are saying things have never stepped inside the lines. Theodore Roosevelt, man, the man in the arena, that's what I live by. Tom Brady said that he could recall seeing the quote painted on the wall of the weight room at the University of Michigan as far back as 1995. He even named the documentary that he produced for ESPN about his career. He named it The Man in the Arena. Nelson Mandela endured years in prison for anti-apartheid activities. Upon his release, he became South Africa's first black head of state. And in 1995, the South African president gave a copy of Roosevelt's Man in the Arena quote to the captain of the underdog South African rugby team before they beat the seemingly untouchable New Zealand team in the Rugby World Cup. Mr. Roosevelt had many other gems such as, well, here, I'm quoting, believe you can and you're halfway there. He was a bit of a critic himself with this quote. When money comes in at the gate, sport flies out the window. Truer words have never been spoken. 
You know, athletes have used this quote for motivation because, as James did state in his quote, and of course I'm paraphrasing a bit, unless you have played this game, you don't have any ground to stand on. Athletes have been the ones putting their reputations on the line, being subjected to the criticism. They fail repeatedly, but they slog on and compete day after day. Athletes, by the way, also, they're the ones that reap the praise, and they're the ones that get the huge financial gains when triumph even shows up. And they oftentimes get paid a lot when triumph is nowhere near anywhere that they're up to at that moment. Now, in modern times, I will contend, critics spur change and critics have stood in and scolded institutions for their wrongdoing. Critics are vital. Critics need a voice. Not the Monday morning quarterbacking variety, but critics that help improve conditions in a particular sport. And even more so in this social media age of anonymity, people will tweet their dissatisfaction with an athlete and they'll never suffer the consequences. And even the athletes themselves, the so-called man or woman in the arena, they can passively and aggressively show their true feelings by merely liking a video or a commentary that is critical of their coach. I say this because it happened this week as a Browns player favored a rant that was done on ESPN Cleveland that was critical of coach Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. Teddy Roosevelt was aiming for change while chastising those, quote, cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. He was saying, stand for something, strive, fail, succeed, make a difference. Failing at a task can be one step toward success, but he was saying, for heaven's sake, get off your derrieres and do something instead of being a critic. Everyday heroes today, they strive. Mothers working two jobs, firefighters, policemen, nurses, teachers, coaches. Someone who, quote, knows great enthusiasms, volunteers for a worthy cause. Daring greatly sounds ambiguous, but Teddy would not mind. And ladies and gentlemen, I think at least it is indeed a start. And finally, some words on this Thanksgiving week about a longtime friend. He was the man in the arena. In our youth, Jack Pashi was a standout athlete, football player, wrestler at Euclid High School, a team captain, a leader, tremendous offensive lineman, tremendous wrestler, a great athlete. He was no timid soul. He was a strong, tough and compassionate man. He was a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a great, great friend to many people. He had a laugh that shook his whole body, and his sense of humor rivaled David Letterman or Chris Rock. He was a highly respected man of the law and police lieutenant, and he was loved and cherished by all who knew him. Jack Pashi knew great enthusiasms, as Teddy Roosevelt wrote in that speech of about 110 years ago. Well, sadly, this week, after fighting cancer, he passed away. Hundreds upon hundreds came to his wake and his funeral service, and many said, you know, Jack was the best of us, and he was. 
Tennessee Williams wrote, quote, enthusiasm is the most important thing in life, end quote. And it's my hope that you, dear listener, know such enthusiasm, that you know the vitality that Jack Pashi possessed for close to 70 years of life. God bless you, Jack. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you the next time around on another edition of Tellich Talks.